0: Hello there. We are creators. We are extensions of what we call God or source. As such, we are creating our collective reality as well as our lives with the thoughts that we think every single day. Even if you don't believe that your thoughts literally weave the fabric of our reality, it's undeniable that the thoughts that we think dictate the decisions we make and that the decisions that we make plot the course of our entire lives. So it's easy to see how living a happy life really does depend upon finding these thoughts and beliefs that are painful and changing them. There are beliefs that we could call surface beliefs. Beliefs like, black people are angry. Kids should clean their rooms. I have to keep my job. Women are flaky. These kinds of thoughts are like branches of a tree. Each one of them is the byproduct of a deeper core belief. The core belief is like the root of a tree. Core beliefs are the building blocks of the life that we are living. They are the source from which everything grows. And most importantly, they are the very source of how we see ourselves and how we see the universe we live in. They are both the root of the joy and the root of the suffering in our lives. Some examples of core beliefs are I am unlovable. I will be hurt if I get close to someone or there is no point to life. Core beliefs can be positive or negative, but for the sake of this episode, I'm going to focus on negative core beliefs because they are the ones that are not working for us. Core beliefs are mostly subconscious. They are the result of impactful experiences that we had in our childhoods. Most often core beliefs are the result of repeated experiences that are similar. When we experience those things, and we get those core beliefs as a result of those experiences, they become inflexible and deeply, deeply rooted. As a result, what we tend to do is to ignore anything that invalidates those beliefs, whilst paying attention to anything that validates them. Thus we get more proof, thus we believe it more. Thus we get more proof, thus we believe it more. It's a never ending cycle until this particular belief Quite literally is the foundation of the life that we are living. When it comes to core beliefs, these are thoughts that we have thought so often that our subconscious mind has now taken them over. Because they're a part of the subconscious mind, we are no longer aware of them. They become a part of the human shadow. That's why finding core beliefs and changing core beliefs is a big part of shadow work. If you want to understand more about what shadow work is, you can watch my video on YouTube titled, What is Shadow Work? That being said, we can become aware of and find our core beliefs. In order to find your core beliefs, what you have to do is to be aware of the things that are upsetting you, or aware of the fact that you are upset. If you find yourself becoming upset, what has happened is the universe has set you up to find something out that was buried in the subconscious. When we find ourselves getting upset, we have the prime opportunity to find our core beliefs. So when you find yourself getting upset, you have to notice what it is that's upsetting you. Then you have to sit down and deliberately begin the process of actively and consciously questioning your upsetness in a very specific way, to whittle these thoughts down to the deepest core thought, which is causing the pain in your life. We do this with two specific questions. The two questions that we ask are, 1. If that is 100% true, why is that so bad? 2. What does that mean to me or mean about me? So let's say that you notice that you become upset because you get home and the house is a total and complete mess. You begin with the most surface thought that you can find, which in this case would be the judgment. The house is a mess. I've written down an example of a core belief finding session here that I'm going to read to you. That's the result of this, the house is a mess scenario. So I'll read it for you now. Let's say that we find that the house is a mess. And that's your statement. The house is a mess. What you would ask is the question. If that is 100% true, why is that so bad? And or what does that mean to me or mean about me? The answer might be, I live in a pigsty. Okay, I live in a pigsty. If that's 100% true, why is that so bad and or what does that mean to me or about me? The answer might be it means no one respects my house. Okay. No one respects my house. If that is 100% true, why is that so bad and or what does that mean or mean about me? The answer might be no one cares how I feel. If that is 100% true, why is that so bad and or what does that mean to me or mean about me? The answer might be, it's inevitable that I'm going to be hurt by people. If that is 100% true, why is that so bad? And or what does that mean to me or mean about me? The answer might be, suffering is the purpose of life. If that is 100% true, why is that so bad? And or what does that mean to me or mean about me? Life is a punishment. If that is 100% true, why is that so bad? And or what does that mean to me or mean about me? answer it means i'm bad if that is 100% true why is that so bad and or what does that mean to me or mean about me the answer might be i'll be unloved if that is 100% true why is that so bad and or what does that mean to me or mean about me the answer might be i'm all alone i'm all alone is the core belief in this particular scenario What's ironic is that the person who came home in this scenario and saw that their house was a mess, in fact, immediately had that belief triggered, I'm alone. So the very bottom core belief correlates to the very first statement, if the house is a mess, then I'm alone. When you're in the process of finding a core belief, you want to be very careful about justifications. Justifications are a kind of cop-out to not have to see your shadow. So an example of a justification might be something like, the house is messy, why would that be so bad? Because it makes me feel like people don't care. Why would that be so bad? Well, because people should care, otherwise I can't feel good. That is a cop-out, that's a justification. When the real answer might be something like, well, if they don't care about me, I'm all alone. So we have the tendency, especially when we're right on top of the deepest core belief, to at the very last second veer in the direction of justifying why the previous thought was true, instead of looking at why it really scares us, why it really is so bad. You can apply this process of questioning to any thought or any judgment which you can possess. And believe me, you will be blown away at what some of your core beliefs are. Now it's important to understand that with... Some judgments, when you start this core belief process, you might find multiple core beliefs. That was the case with this previous exercise. You may have a difficult time identifying with the core belief. Because it's so subconscious, when you see it consciously, it might seem absolutely ridiculous. Or you might see that particular belief and feel like you're going to fall to your knees because it is so incredibly impactful and so incredibly true at such a basic level of your being. For some of these core belief exercises, you will find multiple core beliefs, definitive statements about your life or yourself. What you want to do is to work on all of these beliefs, not just the bottom or the core one. The one that makes you feel like that's the one I can stop right there because if I question it further, it just goes in a loop. For example, in the above scenario which I gave you, the thought, no one cares how I feel, needs to be questioned. So does the thought, I am bad. Once we find the core belief which is causing our upset, or the multiple beliefs that are lending to our upset, we can begin to question them. My favorite process for questioning beliefs was actually invented by Byron Katie. It's a process called the work. So I highly suggest you look into that particular process and apply those to your core beliefs. Then, you can go about changing those beliefs. To learn how to change a belief you can look up my YouTube video titled, How to Change a Belief. We need to begin consciously challenging these beliefs and looking for proof that they are not true. We also need to use these core beliefs to determine what we would rather believe. So once you find a core belief, ask yourself, What would I rather believe? And begin looking for proof that this new belief is true. Read and watch and seek out any material that supports this new belief. As you go about your daily life, ask yourself, What would I do right now if I believed this new belief with all my heart? And do those things. With enough focus, you will manifest more proof that the new belief is true. And the belief will become stronger and stronger until it has completely replaced the old core belief. Most of us struggle for years against beliefs that are deeply rooted within our being. We do everything we can to push against them, to try to succeed despite them. When all we really need to do is to sit down, to become conscious of these particular core beliefs, to question the way we see them, and to change them. Yes, it's a bit time consuming, but look at it this way. You could spend months or years of your life doing everything you can to try to pull in the opposite direction of these beliefs, and do so moderately successfully, if successfully at all, because it's like trying to hang on to an anchor at the same time as trying to paddle downstream. Or... What you can do is you can take an hour or two out of your time, focus directly at the particular core belief and replace it so that it's actually no longer creating a challenge for you in your life. Have a good week.